Welcome to the Healthy You Podcast. My name is Dawn Funk, and each week, along with special guests, we are going to help you take ownership of your health by equipping you with wellness wisdom. Be sure to check out my website at dawnfunk.com for additional resources. All right, let's get started, friends. Welcome, everyone, to the Healthy You Podcast. My name is Dawn Funk, your host, coming to you down here from sunny Florida. And uh, I'm so excited to be joining you guys again today. We've got, as always, an amazing guest speaker who's going to be pouring tons of value and wisdom into you today. And uh, I'm so excited because today's extra special for a couple reasons. One, the speaker that we have has the same last name as me. And uh, that is the coolest thing ever. And uh, we're not related, although we were just chit-chatting before the show today. And she swears that she may know my husband. Uh, So that's kind of cool. They're both from a little uh, town in Ohio. So who knows? Maybe they're distant cousins or something. It's kind of crazy. And the other cool thing is she actually lived in Florida. If you're watching this on YouTube, she's got a beautiful palm tree scene behind her. And uh, she just recently moved to Texas. Uh, But I'm just so excited to have Dr. Ashley Funk joining us today. And as always, this podcast is about empowering you with wisdom, insights, perspectives, so that you can live your best life. And uh, we know that wellness comes from how you feel on the inside as well as the outside. And so today, we're going to be talking about the inside. And so um, our topic today, how boundaries can lead to balance. And guys, I know a lot of you guys are busy. I know a lot of you probably struggle with this. So I hope you have a journal. I hope you're taking some good notes. If you're driving, listen to this a second time and take notes later. But again, I think this is definitely going to be an episode that you are going to really benefit from. But before we dive in, I want to share a little bit about Dr. Ashley Funk and who she is so that you can understand how crazy awesome this is to learn from her. So Dr. Ashley Funk is the owner of Paradise Psychology. Um, And you know what? I... Ashley, I didn't ask you this before. So you have a doctorate of psychology, correct? Am I giving that? Yes. Okay. Perfect. All right. And help me with this. You are, it says PLLC and Fort Worth. What, what is PLLC? So Paradise Psychology PLLC. So it's like a professional limited liability company. So it's just Perfect. the type of company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. So she's an entrepreneur as well as a psychologist yep. and as a doctor of psychology in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, she is a licensed psychologist. She specializes in the treatment of anxiety disorders. Guys, this is a huge topic today, as well as assisting caregivers with managing unwanted behaviors displayed by their children Hello, I need that. My four kids, as you guys have heard me (laughs) share before, a lot of work. Um, Dr. Funk also thrives in helping individuals improve communication and establish healthy boundaries. I'm so excited to learn about that today. To lead a genuinely happy and balanced life. So that is who we're going to be learning from today. But before we dive into all of the, the meat and the potatoes of this podcast, We want to just get to know you a little bit, Ashley. So please just share a little bit about yourself and then we will dive right into today's episode. Yeah. So as you said, I live here in 
Very hot Fort Worth, Texas. Can't even remember the last time we were in triple digit weather. So hence the pink top today <laughs> and staying in nice air conditioning. Um, so I also have two cats, which you will probably hear because for some reason, once they hear, see the AirPods go in and the microphone come out, they will probably come in here and make some noise. Um, their names are Honey and Luna. So Tabby and a Siamese. And as you know, Siamese tend to be very vocal. Um, so fun fact, the painting behind me is actually the inspiration for the name of my private practice. Um, I purchased it when I lived in Florida during Hurricane Irma. So I evacuated to Alabama and I bought this painting to kind of try to take my mind off the fact that I was worried about potentially losing everything because <laughs> I lived on the coast that Hurricane Irma hit. So this was kind of my little paradise and something pretty I could look at while I was yeah. panicking. <laughs> so, oh, wow, that's so. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing that. And you know, this is crazy. So my husband grew up with Siamese cats. Okay, oh, that's yeah. <laughs> crazy connection with my husband because I don't know a lot of people that have had Siamese cats. So that is crazy. So I hope we get to see them. Actually, yeah. that's very cool. Well, I told Ashley, I'm like. No worries, because as you guys have probably heard before, I have four crazy dogs that like to make an appearance or bark during the podcast too. So no worries at all. All right. Well, thank you so much for just sharing all of that. And uh, we're ready to dive in. So the first question is, what is a boundary? Let's just kind of define that for people. And uh, let's just hear your uh, perspective on that. Yes. So a boundary is a way that you define not only your expectations in a relationship, but also your limitations. So by setting a boundary, you let someone know what you expect of them, but you also let them know your limitations. So what you can do and what you can't do or what you're willing to do or what you're not willing to do. And that is do and accept. So I'll throw that out there, like what you're willing to tolerate, what you're not willing to tolerate, what you're willing to accept, what you're not willing to accept. So defining those expectations and keep in mind, you know, a boundary works in a relationship with other people, but sometimes we also have boundaries with ourselves. So we have to know our own expectations for ourselves, expectations in relationships, our own limitations for ourselves and limitations when we're dealing with other people. Good. That's so good. And I know this is definitely, like I said, something that I struggle with. Um, I'm a yes person and I just like to say yes to everything, um, including myself. <laughs> and I tend to pack too much into my day. So um, I'm excited to just hear more about this. So when and why should we set boundaries, not only with other people, but also for ourselves? Yes. Yeah, so the rule of thumb when setting boundaries is to set them early. So in any relationship, you want to set those boundaries early because if you don't set a boundary early, it's going to be more difficult to set it later. So keep in mind, we teach other people how to treat us. So if you have very rigid boundaries, you're going to know that that is going on because you're going to be creating very distant relationships, whether it's physically distant, emotionally distant, intellectually distant, spiritually distant relationships, where you're kind of creating a wall and you don't have that intimacy. 
if you have very lax boundaries or non-existent boundaries, you are going to be the person that's always saying yes. You're overstretching yourself and people are always going to be taking. So a lot of taking, you're giving a lot, you're going to be exhausted. You're going to be, you know, like all your resources are being used up. So you want to have that balance and keep in mind, people in general don't like change. So if you teach them, you're always going to say yes, or you're always going to say no, that is what people learn to expect from you. So if you go to establish those boundaries later in a relationship, it's going to confuse people and they're going to be like, well, this is not who you are. Like, this is not how our relationship works. And it's going to be a lot more difficult because people want to push things back to the way they used to be. And so if you create those healthy boundaries early in a relationship, they know what to expect, what is expected of them, but they also know what to expect from you. Yeah. So, okay. So let's think about this for a second. So let's say that you don't establish them early. And so you are in this place where you're like, okay, I've got to set some boundaries. Like this Mm -hmm. is just, you know, taxing my sanity and things like that. So what is like a a tip or a strategy of, like you said, it's going to be maybe awkward or uncomfortable, but you know, it's a necessary thing that has to happen. Like, are there some certain like word choices or how do you work with your patients and encourage them when it, you know, they didn't do it early. Like, how do you suggest to them to do it maybe halfway or whatever? So one of the things I always suggest is to make a list. So journal, write it down, make a list, like, you know, write down what are my expectations in my relationships or what are my limitations for myself? What am I willing to tolerate? What am I willing to accept? What am I not willing to accept? So like, what are those boundaries? And to start small. So, you know, identify one to three boundaries that I want to begin implementing. Only, you know, do one at a time. Get that going, start small, have those small successes because if we go for like the big one and you don't stick with it, then it's going to be a lot harder because you kind of have that knock to your self-esteem and you're like, oh, like that didn't work well. So start small, know what you want, and then kind of work our way up. Yeah. And with people, when they say like, oh, I don't like this, like, why are we doing this? You know, say like, I know you're used to me saying yes, however, I'm really overstretched or I, you know, I don't have the time to do this. I'm sorry. You know, just stick with it. Mm, That's good. So in your practice, what are some of the biggest kind of boundary issues that your clients seem to be struggling with? I'm just curious and, and maybe even share like a, obviously you can't give names or anything, but maybe kind of give an example of someone and kind of how you came alongside them and what you kind of did to help them. So the biggest boundary issue I usually see is people that lack boundaries. So (laughs) the pleasers, the people pleasers that overstretch themselves, can't say no, um, that maybe have tried to implement a boundary. It wasn't effective. And they're just like, I'm exhausted. Like I, I put myself on the back burner. I'm not taking care of myself because I'm taking care of everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is we say, okay, 
So what is a boundary that you can put in place right now? And how are we going to be assertive and stick with it and identify, you know, if this person pushes that boundary and breaks it, what is the consequence Mm. of doing that? And making sure that the individual is in a place of empowerment to put that consequence in place, knowing it might be broken. Because if we put a boundary in place and a person breaks it, but then we don't do anything about it, it's not actually a boundary. Yeah. 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 That's so good. Yeah. And I, I definitely can relate to the people pleasing part. Um, it's so weird. Cause it's like, I don't, I don't really care what people think, but at the same time, I'm such a giver and I just love serving that that's where sometimes, you know, I get into trouble with boundaries, but I know for me, uh, just even recently, just cause like I said, I, I'm a workaholic and I love to work hard and help others, but I've really had to set a boundary of, okay, Sundays, like I'm not, I'm not working on Sundays. Like that is my day of rest. That is my day of just spending quality time with my family. And, uh, so that's something that, you know, I mean, will I answer a text? Yes. But like, I'm not like actively doing things for my business, um, you know, that day. So that's been very helpful. Um, so I'm just curious in this, I hope I'm not throwing you a curveball with this, Mm -hmm. but, um, so I know just in my life, you know, I've kind of dealt with, um, just narcissistic types of personalities. Um, and you know, like you said, I think I wrote that down, like we teach other people how to treat us. Right. And so, you know, people that are huge hearted, they're big givers, right. I feel like they kind of are bigger targets for being taken advantage of and especially by narcissists. So have you, do you have any experience with either working with narcissists or with, I don't want to say victims, but people that are in mm-hmm. those relationships, because, you know, I have dealt with that several times in my life and it's, it's hard. So I was just curious what your perspective is, um, with that type of person. Yes. So when you are establishing a boundary with a healthy individual, it's different than when you're dealing with somebody who themselves lacks the capacity to appreciate a boundary. So someone who maybe is a habitual boundary breaker, which may be seen as someone who has narcissistic traits. So when I work with individuals who have like, they may have a family member, a friend, someone at work who has narcissistic traits, which is something we will like discuss and say, oh, you know, these are maladaptive relational patterns. This individual is, you know, we're 99% certain they're going to break every boundary you try to set. That is when the consequences have to be very clear and very consistently put in place and probably more severe. So these are things like you are clear, specific, assertive in stating things, you know, an example being you're on the phone with a family member who has a tendency to be use degrading language or insulting language or like being highly critical. You don't need to be on the phone listening to that. Like that is not your responsibility or like that is not for you to have to listen to. So if somebody starts being highly critical or being insulting, you state once, I do not appreciate you speaking to me in that manner. And if you continue, I'm going to hang up the phone. They keep doing it, click. 
that's a boundary. That's so good. No, that's so good. And I know that's hard, but again, to your point, like you have to, you have to be really stern, I think in those situations and, you know, and I bet too, and I, again, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you, 51. Uh, so I've lived a little bit more life and dealt with people and, you know, what I do for a living from being a teacher to what I do now, like, you know, I'm in relationship business. Uh, and so, you know, I'm sure a lot of our listeners deal with people every day, whether it's their job, their family, you know, friendships. So I know one of the biggest things that, you know, I try to really minimize, um, and I even deal with this with my daughter, who's about to turn 16, is about you are who you surround yourself with and about toxic relationships, like toxic toxicity, meaning, you know, talking bad about other people, drama, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so what if, you know, someone who's listening, you know, has a, has a great friend or has someone in their family who they love them, but like every time they're around them, it's like, they're just talking crap about other people, or they just feel like it's just life sucking and they don't want to not be a good friend. But like, how do you help people handle just toxic type relationships? Like it's not maybe a narcissistic situation, uh, but it's still, you know, I hope I'm making my point clear with that, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's where that boundary for yourself comes into play of sometimes, you know, a boundary that is good for us is limiting contact. Mm -hmm. And if we know that there's a person in our lives that when we have contact with them, it is negative energy. Mm-hmm. And it is not positive energy. So I, you know, I use the an, an analogy with people of like, there are people in your life, you have a bucket and there are people in your lives that fill your bucket or, and there are people in your lives that are holding a drill and they're drilling holes in your bucket and emptying all the water. Yeah. You want to surround yourselves with people that fill your bucket or have corks, you know, stopping mm-hmm. up the holes. You don't want to fill your life with people that have the drills that are drilling the holes in the bottom. Yeah. And Sometimes, you know, if it's somebody close that you're like, you know, we sometimes have people in our lives that are like, well, we can't cut that person out for one reason or another. Right. Fine. But can we limit contact? Mm -hmm. Or is there, you know, are there certain things that we're like, we're okay talking about X, Y, and Z. But if that conversation, you know, digresses into something else, how do we end that conversation? Or how do we, you know, say like, oh, sorry, gotta go, (laughs) you know? Or, you know, how do we have an out? Yeah. And that those are boundaries as well. You know, boundaries are in very, all the different ways. You know, we have physical boundaries, emotional boundaries, intellectual boundaries, spiritual boundaries, you know, sexual boundaries. We have all sorts of boundaries that we can establish. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so now that you've kind of talked about just the different types, and I think for today's purpose, we're kind of really focusing on just maybe relationship type boundaries and just personal boundaries, right? Um, So what are some tips? I know you've already given us a couple of great ones, but do you have any additional tips to help our listeners when it comes to setting those effective boundaries? What are some suggestions with that? Yeah, so be clear and specific. Mm -hmm. The more lengthy your statement is the more convoluted and complicated it's going to be. Your message is going to get lost in other words. Yeah. So state you, what you expect or state your boundary 
clearly specific, make it brief, short and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And don't assume the other person can read your mind. Mm -hmm. If you don't say it, they don't know it. Yeah, that's true. That's good. And, you know, consequences don't have to be complicated either. And with some boundaries, consequences only matter if they matter to the other person. So a consequence that matters to you may not matter, you know, to him, her, them. Yeah. And expect the other person, if it's a, you know, especially if it's a boundary that's not set early, expect the other person to potentially push back. That doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. Mm. Yeah. Because a lot of times we have that gut instinct of like, oh, I did something wrong. This is bad. No, that doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. That is just a normal human reaction to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Well, and so let's take it to a more personal level within ourselves. So what do you think, just and again, working with your clients, what do you consider, like, or what do you recommend to people are good, healthy, personal boundaries? Um, you know, I'm just curious, like, what are some, you know, tips and strategies that give to people when it comes to how they treat themselves and just personal boundaries? So I think this varies person to person. And I think you just have to know what your own limitations and what you are willing to accept or tolerate. And I think that's such an individualized thing. Um, That being said, I think we have a tendency as human beings to not take care of ourselves as much as we should in general. Self-care for some reason, or, you know, for some reason we just say, oh, being selfish is bad. And I always tell my clients, I'm like, selfish is not a bad word. You know, society says it is. A lot of times, you know, we just hear that message, you know, like, oh, you're so selfish. And we think, ah, that's bad. Being selfish is not bad. Sometimes you need to be selfish. You know, it's that whole thing of, you know, if you've ever been on an airplane and they talk about if the mask drops down, you need to put it on yourself before you put it on the person next to you, like the kid next to you. That is life. You have to take care of yourself if you want to take care of somebody else. Mm, That's so good. That's like a mic drop moment there, Dr. Funk. I'm not kidding. Like, selfish is not a bad word. That is so good. And uh, I think you're right. I think it's one of those expressions that is so misinterpreted, you know what I mean, by people. And um, yeah, I think that's so good. Well, and even just like me yesterday, I mean, you know, I had a crazy busy day, did a couple podcast episodes and had a lot of work, but I was like, okay, I need to go over to the beach for an hour and just unplug and, you know, have that me time so that I can come home and have a better attitude around my children before I make dinner and, and do all of the things. And so again, like if I wouldn't have snuck off and and taken that hour for myself, who knows, you know, what could have (laughs) erupted. But um, so again, yes, self-care, super, super important. Um, So, you know, I know you talked a lot about setting these boundaries, being very specific and keeping them simple, but obviously boundaries do get broken. So how should a person handle that or respond when boundaries are broken? Because they are going to be broken, unfortunately. Yes. So 
first things first, you always want to start your response when you're calm. So if a boundary is broken and you feel yourself feeling very frustrated, very angry, that is not the time to respond. Because when we are feeling very emotional, we have a tendency to act on urges that, you know, quote unquote, we use our emotional mind and we may not make the best decisions and then things escalate and nothing comes, you know, nothing is productive at that point. Mm -hmm. So we want to be using our more like logical, calm, cool, collected mind. Mm -hmm. And there is a phrase that I always write down for all of my clients. And I'm like, use this, like, or something similar to this. And it is, I feel insert the emotion when you, what the person said or did, because insert consequence it has on you. Mm. And then follow that with, instead, I would like you to say what you expect of them or what you want them to do. Mm. Okay. I'm writing this down because <laughs> that's so good. Well, and Hang on, I would like you to. So I feel, then they plug in their emotion when mm -hmm. you, and then put in what the person does because what the consequences to you because they did mm -hmm. that, right? Instead, would like you to, and then what that would be. That's super helpful. Yep. Well, and you know, and it's so true because I think too, and I, I've again, this is something as I've gotten older, I've been doing a better job with, but you know, I used to be a quick reactor, right? And so, like you said, I mean, if your emotions are high, you're going to say things that you're going to later regret. You're going to act in a way that you're, again, going to possibly regret. And so taking that time to kind of cool down and maybe doing an exercise like that, you know what I mean? Where you fill that in, you have a reflection moment. Um, I think that's super, super important. And, you know, and I think this kind of segues into something that I think a lot of people maybe deal with today. And that is social media. You know, a lot of people are active on Facebook, TikTok, you know, Instagram. And unfortunately, sometimes people can get on our pages and get kind of nasty. And so mm -hmm. like, you know, that's a great example of, you know, even setting boundaries when it comes to social media. Um, do you have any tips or advice for people with that? um, with social media. So I'm just curious about that. So, um, I'll kind of share on a more personal note. I have personal boundaries that I have with social yeah. media. And a lot of those are, if I don't, if I have not personally met the individual mm -hmm. or my fiance has not personally met the individual, I will not accept their friend request. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. I'm not accepting it. Yeah. And, you know, I remember back, you know, I joined Facebook when it was only for college kids. So <laughs> yeah. back in, you know, long time ago. Yeah. Um, and it used to be a thing like, how many friends can you have? And I still have, you know, friends from college who have like over 500. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I sit and I think, you know, what truly is the purpose of social media. Mm -hmm. Is it really about connecting anymore? And what is my intent for my social media? And to me, it is 
to connect with people I know, to keep them apprised of what's going on and to share with them. So I only have, I think less than probably, oh gosh, less than 60 connections on there. And I know every single one of them. Mm. And for some of my clients, you know, comparison is the root of all evil. Yeah. And, you know, when you sit there and you're scrolling, you know, at midnight and you're just like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing with my life? Like all these people are so successful and I'm doing nothing. Step away. Like sometimes I tell people, I'm like, no, you put your phone down. You don't look at it from this time to this time because you're not getting any sleep. You're just comparing yourself to everybody else's journey. You know, we all have our own individual journey and this isn't serving you. You know, this isn't leading you to joy. Yeah. And setting those boundaries, you know, I've had individuals where I've been like, okay, you need to delete the apps off your phone. Yeah. So the only time you're going to be able to look at it is if you log in on a computer Mm -hmm. or you need to deactivate your profiles for 30 days or, you know, figuring out what purpose is social media serving you. And if it's not serving a positive purpose, yes, get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. And again, yeah, I mean, I I completely agree with you. And if it's, if going to social media is adding stress to your life, like you said, the comparison game, then it's, it's time to take a break. Um, And so I I couldn't agree more. Um, Dang it. I was going to ask you something else now. And oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. So I, I do have a little bit of a different perspective just because I run my wellness business through social media. And so I'm, you know, essentially kind of promoting myself, right. To attract people to what I do, but I have had it to where I've had people post nasty comments. And so, you know, it's one of those, and this is just how I handle it. I don't know if it's the right way, but you know, usually when it's a a nasty comment, I will private message the person. And I always do like a voice message so they can hear my heart and kindness, hopefully coming through and just like, Hey, I love you, but I really don't appreciate that comment. You know, I just want to let you know, I'm going to be removing it and you know, whatever. And so then I'll remove it. And I kind of have like a three strikes you're out kind of thing. And so if they do it again, then again, you know, I'll reach out to them. But that third time at that point, I block them. I'm like, I'm done, you know, and And I've had to do that to some actually good friends. Um, So I'm just curious, like, what's your advice? Again, if it's an unhealthy person on social media, like, do you agree just to block them and, you know, just kind of exit that, you know, relationship? Yeah, I mean, if it is something that you feel is in your best interest, absolutely. You know, I've had individuals that I have blocked, you know, I have several people on my block list mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and, you know, it is, you know, I have business social media and, you know, thankfully I don't think I'm very active and I don't have, a, you know, so I'm like, eh. but that <laughs> is, you know, a concern that I have too. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, the first time somebody puts something nasty on there. Yeah. Um, but occasionally, you know, I've had somebody come on me, you know, my personal profile and say something and I've just been like, whoa, where did that come from? Yeah. And to me, it is, you know, sitting and reflecting and saying, okay, is this 
a relationship that I want to nurture or is this a relationship that I feel is giving me more grief? Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes there are times where I'm like, okay, I, you know, I want to keep this relationship. I want it to grow. I want to try to repair it. And there have been times where I'm like, there is no repairing this relationship. I, I think it's time to cut ties and it is in my best interest. And I have removed those people. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't know about you, but I've kind of a little mantra that always kind of helps me keep things in perspective too, just to have maybe a little more grace. Um, sometimes in certain situations is hurt people, hurt people. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, while I might get angry or, you know, whatever, I will always kind of look at each individual and go, okay, like you said, like, is this a relationship I want to work on repairing? Is it because maybe the person is going through something very difficult and while it's not right for them to treat me this way, I come from a place of grace and understanding because I know that they're hurt. Do you know what I mean? So, um, so I don't know, like just in the, the people that you've worked with, um, do you kind of see that as well that hurt people hurt people or? Yeah. So a lot of the times when I'm working with clients, um, we'll talk about internalizing messages and sometimes, you know, people will say nasty things to other people, Mm -hmm. whether it's on, you know, in on the internet or face to face or behind their back or however it is. And the person will start to internalize it. And so we'll kind of work through that. And a lot of the times I'll say, okay, is this a message that you really should be carrying? You know, Mm -hmm. is this a you issue or is this a them issue? Yeah. And nine times out of 10, it's a them issue. Yeah. And it is exactly that, you know, it is, you know, is this something they're projecting onto you? Mm -hmm. Is this something they learned from family or is this something they learned from an experience they had Like, does what they said really have anything to do with you? Most likely not. Right. Right. Yeah. So just to not take things maybe as personally sometimes. And, you know, and I deal with that in my business, you know, that, you know, I I train and teach people, um, you know, how to, how to build an online business. And, you know, that's something that I see a lot where people are like, oh my gosh, you know, I reached out to so-and-so they, they are ignoring me. Like I, you know, I feel like I'm annoying or whatever. I'm like, listen, you don't know what they have going on in their life. Maybe they had a death in the, you know, so again, just not always taking things so personally. Um, and again, just kind of having both perspectives on why maybe you're getting ignored or whatever, but, um, okay. One last thing. And then I'm going to give you the final word. So when I reflect back on today's title, how boundaries can lead to balance. I'm just curious about just your perspective on like, what, what is balance? Define balance. Like, what are we trying to, this balance that we're trying to achieve? Like, what is that? What does that look like? So elusive. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it is. So balance is different things to different people. And, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, work-life balance, but it can be many, many things. It is just kind of finding that harmony of different aspects in your life. It is incorporating those different identities, you know, like 
for example, you know, I identify as a psychologist, but I also identify as a fiance and I identify as a daughter and I identify, you know, as a woman and I identify as so many things. So it is finding that balance in your life of nurturing those different needs that you have in those different identities. So, you know, do I stop working when I need to stop working so that I can have that self-care and I can be in my relationship with my significant other and I'm taking care of my personal needs, my emotional needs, my, my physical needs, my spiritual needs? Am I taking care of all those different areas of my life? That to me is balance. No, that's good. And I think that's where like, again, as I've gotten older, I've just been very intentional with kind of like my little, you know, daily routine of things. Right. And so I try to make sure every day I'm doing something for self-care and when I'm having family time, I'm having family time, you know, and again, just trying to be fully present in the different roles that I am in, you know, if I'm with my husband on a date night, I'm with my husband. I'm not like checking my phone, working my business. Um, you know, I'm, I'm okay with letting the text messages pile up in that couple of hours because time with him is better than taking care of those, you know, those texts at that moment. So, um, I think that's good. So good. All right. Well, Dr. Funk, this has been awesome today and uh, just so many great uh, just pieces of advice. And, you know, as I told you, I would just love for you at the end of this to, you know, share some ways that people can connect with you. Of course, guys, check the show notes. Uh, you know, we can find ways through that. But also, you know, if you want to share that with us and then just any like final thoughts, um, you know, just some some advice that you want to leave people with. Um, I just want to give you the opportunity to kind of have the last word here. So go ahead and take it away. Yeah. So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Paradise Psychology, PLLC. Um, I'm also in the middle of transferring my website. So soon you will find my website at www.paradisepsychology.com. Um, you can also find me currently, you can just Google paradise psychology. It will come up on Google pages. Um, so you can find all my info there and some word of advice. Like I said before, you want to establish boundaries, establish them early, be clear and concise and set those consequences, be consistent with it. And if you get pushed back, it doesn't mean you did anything wrong. It's okay to be selfish sometimes. It's absolutely okay. Take care of yourself. Find that balance. So good. All right. I'm already stalking your Facebook page. So <laughs> I love it. You've got some inspirational quotes and then um, you've got some other podcasts that you've been on. So I'm sure those will be amazing episodes to listen to. So thank you so much. And guys, if you're searching that, um, she's got an awesome beach picture at the top that kind of goes along with the one behind her right now. But uh, gosh, this has been fun. Thank you so much, Dr. Funk, again, for your time today and uh, just for your wisdom. And uh, we just wish you the best of luck um, there in the great state of Texas. And uh, just thank you. Thank you again. Um, and just to everyone listening, again, as I always like to remind you, as you're listening to this, 
I'm imagining that there might be some people in your life that you're like, oh, they need to hear this episode. This is one that I want to share with them. So I just really encourage you to be bold, be brave, uh, you know, be giving and, you know, share this episode with whoever you have on your heart. Um, it would mean the world to me uh, to help us grow this platform. And again, and just helping people take ownership of their health on the inside, on the outside. And uh, as always, you can go check out my website at dawnfunk.com. Um, we're constantly adding new value added things uh, to the website. I've got a weekly newsletter, um, just giving you some healthy tips and uh, some book reading lists and other goodies there for you guys. So have an amazing rest of the day. Thank you again, Dr. Funk. Thank you to all of you guys listening and have a super blessful rest of the day. Take care, friends. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today on the Healthy You Podcast. And be sure to share this episode with your family and friends to help us help more people. And lastly, be sure to check out donfunk.com for additional tips and resources. Have an amazing rest of the day, friends.